You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. Warning, the views expressed come from men who've spent half their lives in grease-stained overalls, inhaling hazardous fluids. Before taking any advice, consider the source. This program will contain humor of a questionable nature. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, hit it! Hey, it's another great day. You know my philosophy is any way morning that you wake up is a great day. That's what my wife says. Oh, you're up again, eh? As long as you yes. show yourself. <laughs> Uh, we've got, as usual, an interesting show today. We've got a lot of guests, a lot of information we're going to be passing to you. Uh, Trevor Hutchison is back. It's fall, and Trevor's back. And Trevor, as you all know, is from Crown Body Maintenance. Is it Body Maintenance now? Is that the new name? Uh, we still use Body Maintenance, but we usually go under rust control. Rust control. Just so people... <laughs> Who don't know what body maintenance is? <laughs> it always sounds like going to the gym. That's well, that's you know? that's right. Are they? You know, sometimes they think we do body work. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ryan Rogers, uh, Car Cost Canada. Ryan's going to call in, talking about all these new cars that are coming out mm-hmm. and how long it takes them to get the information for you to buy into a new vehicle. I don't think there's a lot of discounts on brand new cars, but uh, they apparently are hooked into the industry. And right, uh, exactly. Yeah, uh, Carrie Schmidt's going to be talking about. The re- previous storm we had, like last night, uh, there was white caps on our pool. Literally, white. Ca- <laughs> the house began to twitch. <laughs> yeah. The roof to pitch. Yes, Honest yes, to yes, God, yes. yeah, they had tornadoes up in the Ottawa area. We ain't and, Kansas uh, anymore. Crazy stuff. So he's going to talk about a couple of trucks that got blown off the highway. Wow! Did you get blown off the highway? <laughs> I'm not touching that one. <laughs> no, but I did right. see, coming down the parkway, though, today, I did see a bunch of trees that got knocked over. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we've got a lot of old trees in the city, and mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of them are damaged inside. Yeah, we had something <clears> like 100,000 people without power last night, too, eh? Up north, uh, we have a cottage up north, and the tree fell over into the neighbors, mm-hmm. knocked out his boat, and damaged a car, and our insurance company said, too bad. Act of God. We're not paying. This yeah. was your tree? Yeah. My that tree. fell on the neighbor's, neighbor's house. Yeah. And they're saying it's act of God. SOL. So you, if you go to your own insurance company when that happens. You don't go to the neighbor's insurance company. Okay. I didn't learn that till now, but I'm putting up more trees. Your tree <laughs> fell on my house. Yeah, your tree <laughs> fell on my house, but you've got to pay for it. Right. I love that. Anyways, and I want to remind you that we have a great contest going on. It's yours, mine, and ours. We're going to fly you down to Mexico, the Ryan... Mayan Riviera, not the Ryan Riviera. <laughs> <laughs> Mayan Riviera. Mayan Riviera, buy a hotel room and fly you home. It's round trip. And you can do that anytime from now to two years from now. Wow, but you got to enter by September the 30th. Mm-hmm. All righty. Uh, Sebastian, we're ready to uh, leave. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we're going to be talking about Trevor and a fantastic study they did with the University of Windsor. Their engineering facility conducted a test on untreated vehicles. And let's and see how that turned ground out. Ground vehicles. Really right. interesting stuff. We'll this be right is back. Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. 
righty, we're back. Steve's away, so I'm going to be doing the intros. I like that. You like that? Yeah, it's less less uh, oppressive. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, three years ago, you got involved with the University of Windsor. Uh, the idea was to see if there was a difference between treated cars, which is you, and untreated cars, which is them. And I know you're not doing very well with the dealers, so let's talk about it a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, what, what the university wanted to study was a couple of things. And so uh, they wanted to take a look at the environmental impact of keeping vehicles on the road, because in North America, the average age of vehicles is almost 11 years. Mm-hmm. And so they wanted to take a look and said that by extending vehicle life, what environmental impact are they having of vehicles going to scrap yards and everything that's involved yeah. with that? But then they also wanted to take a look at safety aspects. So what they did is they went through uh, southwestern Ontario and did a study on a couple of hundred vehicles. And they had this specific software when they took pictures of it that could tell the percentage of rust or corrosion oh, that wow. was on yeah. different parts. And then they took a look at treated and untreated vehicles of different makes, models, ages, to try to assess this. And so what the, what they came up with through this three, three and a half year study mm-hmm. was the idea that untreated vehicles were 6.8, so almost seven times... Uh, more susceptible to rust. Yeah, that, and that, that's what was shown. But the, the next component to that was as vehicles get older, that number rises significantly. Mm-hmm. And so they were trying to compare it uh, with relation to the average age of vehicles to the corrosion rate based on de-icing agents, moisture, things like that. Now you're saying the average age of vehicles is 11-something. Now does that mean a car is built and, and 11 years later most of them go to the wrecker? No, it's a, only half of them go to the wreckers. So there must be vehicles out there which are 25 years old still running around. Yeah, there, there's there's vehicles on the road that, that you know go back into the, the 80s, but I mean on, on average, you know, that 11 years. So what they tried to take, they took vehicles that were brand new, mm-hmm. that were two years, five years. And, and again, it wasn't just, you know, Japanese vehicles or North American vehicles, uh, you know, Asian vehicles. They went through all of this to take a look and say, okay, what's happening, you know, to, you know, in our environment on this? And then their, their focus was really looking at uh, safety, you know, where, where is the safety aspect? That if So safety, we're looking at for structural parts of the vehicle. We're looking at, we discussed it earlier, brake lines, which are a big issue on a lot of cars. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So you think about it because, you know, if we're keeping our vehicles longer, mm-hmm. right, you know, not four or six years, that if the corrosion rate is rising significantly as vehicles get older, their slant on it was, what's that doing to the safety if a vehicle's in an accident, things like that? Well, one thing I know Freeman always told me was, what's the carbon footprint to make a car? Versus what's the carbon footprint to keep it running, yeah. right? And it's it's there's no relationship at all. Yeah, yeah. Right. So so this even this this really wasn't a financial study. It was really based upon the environmental impact and the safety aspect of it. Interesting. What ultimately does, you know, turn into money, you know, because yeah. obviously these vehicles are going to get in, involved in accidents and it costs money to fix them. Yeah, absolutely. Or they get written off, or, they got to get replaced altogether. Yeah. yeah. So they you know they get written off or you know mechanically they've been well maintained but the body lets lets them down and yes. so they're either into a much larger bill to bring the body up to the standard of the mechanics or they're getting a new vehicle. See, but, I, okay, I was, no, and, and certainly from a mechanics perspective, 
We prefer cars that have been sprayed because things aren't seized. Things aren't falling apart. You don't have to worry that you're going to break something by accident yeah, because it's rusted so badly. Right. Yeah, yeah so we My point it. was, you know, like a car is not $2,000. A car is $50,000 easily, yeah. right? By the time you finish the financing, you probably can go into $60,000. Yeah. So you're not going to replace it. Financially, it makes a lot of sense to keep a car 10 years. Well, it, it really does. And it's the same thing, too, that if people didn't maintain their vehicle mechanically, spraying it would it would have a significantly lesser value, right? Yes. They, they go hand in hand. You can't do one without the other. Go, well, you know what? I'll, I'll spray it, but I'm not going to maintain it. Been you a know, great car. Never put right? a penny in it. Right, right. right. And, 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 I've spent no money for 10 years, <laughs> yeah. and they think that's a good thing. Right. And, and so that, that's that's the whole part of the reason that, that, that Crown's whole philosophy on, on not doing rust-proofing or undercoating, because the connotation was you do something once, you don't do it again. That's not maintenance, yeah. right? It's it's the same thing with with doing good maintenance that that you know and perhaps the the next study that the University of Windsor will do will actually look on the aspects of a properly maintained vehicle and versus, and the financial impact it has on consumers versus ones that aren't maintained now, you recommend once a year to do this do people actually come once a year or do they go every other year you know what the thing is in our database we we would have a, a database of well over you know, probably a, a million sprays a year that we do. Yeah. Uh, our average return ratio uh, is just over 80%. Wow. Right okay. now. Obviously, so, so people believe in the product, yeah. and they understand how it works and how you need to go back. Well, I was telling him this morning, I bought this old Crossfire to go racing, mm -hmm. and underneath it was very brown. Like yes. it, it, it was rusted brown. And then I scraped off what I could, and I sprayed it with T40, which is, it's a can of what, what, what Crown is. And so a week later, it looks clean. Mm -hmm. It really yeah. looks fantastic. So I shot it again. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, it's a good product in that. And, and, and even the process is good, but it's, it's not magic. And that's, that's the thing is, is that our, our job as a company is to educate people. And we feel that if we can educate people as to what they're doing, that they can extend it. Nothing, nothing's going to completely eliminate things. Uh, and, and frankly, for us, our best customer is an educated customer because our biggest um, advertiser is a is customer that comes back every yeah. year because you know what? They're the ones telling their family and friends that they should do it. It's, it's a little bit like, David, you know, if I asked, uh, asked you if you're a good husband and you said, oh, of course I am. Or if I asked your wife and she said, no, Dave's the best husband in the world. Much rather hear it from I, your wife. Did you hear that, <laughs> <laughs> Right? So it's the same for us. Like, you know, I can tell you how good I think we are, but it's our customers. If our customers tell other people, you know, yeah. why they think it's worth doing. Word of mouth is the strongest form it, of evidence. It really is. Right? They always say a happy guy tells about three, four people. An unhappy guy, well, he tells the world. Yeah. It's exactly right. Did you hear what happened to me? Yeah. Right? And you're also not the best friend of the dealers either because <laughs> they do rust protection, but it's like a one-shot deal. It's a profit source. Yeah. Uh, and here you can do a whole 10 years for the cost of that. Yeah. Alrighty, Alan, take us out. This is uh, Dave's Corner Garage, of course, and if you've got any kind of mechanical question, uh, just down the road we will be taking some. Yep. But right after the break, we're going to be talking to Carrie, are we not? Yep, Carrie Schmidt. Police officer, officer. OPP, Sergeant, Sergeant. Sergeant Carrie Schmidt. We'll be here with some great information. Uh, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We're out of here. All righty. The garage door is wide open, and we're going to go and talk with the local constabulary. We don't use that word to be often. No, not really. Right, Terry, Carrie Schmidt's on the phone. Carrie, good morning. 
Uh, am I the constabulary? Yes. That would be you. Right? All right, let's go. Red and blue lights are flashing. Let's go. We don't need no veggies. <laughs> we don't need no veggies here. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, uh, big windstorm last night. Hurricanes and actually tornadoes dropped down in Ottawa. How so, badly does that affect traffic? Does it actually happen? Does things happen because of the wind? You know, you'd be surprised how weather has an impact. Uh, it doesn't need to take much. And when we had that uh, frontal system come through, uh, it had a huge effect. Uh, we actually had a truck and a, and a camper trailer get blown over, roll over on the 401. Uh, wow. He was uh, swerving to avoid a construction pylon that had blown in the wind. And, and with that wind, you get debris all over the place. I was driving through a construction zone. You couldn't see a thing. The dust was swirling. Uh, it really has, has an effect. It reduces visibility. Heavy rain can make it difficult, treacherous. Uh, and you don't know, traffic slows down very quickly. Yeah, on my drive home last night, the traffic was terrible, and then part of part of that was due to the fact that the traffic lights were out. Oh, you yeah. You know what, there, there was a lot of areas with uh, down power lines and, and uh, flashing uh, lights that weren't working anymore, and, and yeah, when you see those uh, situations, uh, you treat everything as a four-way stop, but that really does uh, jam up traffic, doesn't it? Mm-hmm, sure does. Do you find, uh, like, I know lately we've been having flooding, uh, I got caught in one of those in West Virginia. We actually lost the car. Th- th- lately, the weather's a lot more severe than it was before, or more than I can remember. Um, does it affect the stuff like on the 401 and that sort of things? When, when well, it flooded? certainly can. And when, when you get standing water and you start hydroplaning, and that's why it's so important. You may think it's the summertime and, and uh, you can have your slick tires, even with low tread. Uh, you know, you've still got good rubber contact yeah. in the ground, but... You can uh, you can hit a puddle and all of a sudden you're uh, skimming across the water, especially through construction zones. When those lanes get realigned, sometimes those uh, drain vents are uh, either right below you and the water's streaming right in front of you, or uh, or they're clogged. And and we do the spring cleanups and fall cleanups, but again, that's always. Uh, uh, an issue that we deal with, and you need to make sure that your vehicle is tuned and ready and, and ready for the road in any condition. Well, traffic up north should start slowing down now because of we're going into the colder weather, right? So it's your job what? will become easier. Well, yeah, and, and once we get into the, the, the depth of winter, a lot of construction projects will be done, and, and they'll be uh, opening up the highways, and they won't have that construction zone, so that's, that's fine. It's all back to school, and everyone's in their routines now. But you never know, emergencies happen. And one of the biggest things that we deal with are co- uh, collisions and crashes that happen at the end of the line, at the end of the queue, where uh, traffic is slowed down for some reason, a car crash, a traffic uh, incident, uh, construction, or any delays, and someone who's not paying attention, all of a sudden they're going full speed into stop traffic. And that uh, can just be absolutely deadly. I got two questions. One, why does it take so long to clear an accident? And two, if there is a, a blockage and the highway is actually blocked, I don't ever see them actually diverting the cars. You know that before the exit, before the accident, they just let them pile up and pile up and pile up instead of. Well, saying, no, they will try it. if there's if it's going to be a full closure, then they're going to be diverting traffic off at the nearest exit. The problem is uh, once you get to the exit, uh, do you go left or do you go right or you just follow the traffic in front of you and they may be uh, the blind leading the blind. So um, you, know, you can always uh, look for emergency detour routes. Uh, if there's at least one lane getting by, traffic will still move, and, but it obviously it takes resources to uh, set yeah. up a full detour closure. And, and very often those crashes don't take that long to clean up. So if you're involved in a crash, uh, steer it and clear it. We talk about that all the time. We've got to get these highways moving. 
because the risk of those secondary crashes are so real. And, um, you know, if you're able to do that before police arrive, um, you know, tow trucks will come and, and help you out. But even if your vehicle is drivable, if you've got a flat tire, you can drive it on your rim or drive it on a, on a low tire. Um, half, yeah, just uh, to get off the road. The people, are, they don't think about it. They just stand there, look at each other, look at shot. a car, shaking each other. Why weren't you watching where you were going? Look, yeah. and, and it's like, get off the road, guys. You don't really need to be here. Yeah, and don't stand between the cars. <laughs> oh, and you, you know what? Standing between the cars, that is unbelievably dangerous. Uh, because, again, someone hits that car, punts it forward, your legs are going to get get caught between that uh, car sandwich and you're not going to you're not going to fare so well. Right. You're stuck between a bumper and a hard place, eh? Yeah, he is. Carrie, thanks for joining us. we got to run. Have yourself a great weekend. Drive safe. Awesome. Thanks, you too, guys. Oh, you're very welcome. Carrie's available at any 400 series. Just whiz by and he'll follow you. (laughs) This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back with your calls right after this break. All right, we're talking about that contest. Uh, by the way, first prize is a trip to Mexico, the Mayan Riviera. Secondly, a set of Salem tires. Mm-hmm. And thirdly, a crown rust proof, a crown rust proof treatment. I guess I say that right. And a set of those delicious floor mats. I love those floor mats. <laughs> I've got a set of them. They weigh like five pounds. <laughs> they are not light. No, but you can pour a gallon and a half of water in them. They're durable. They are durable. Fantastic stuff. By the way, we we're just uh, talking about uh, towing rights. You know, if you get really stuck on the highway or you got a hit, you have the right to decide who your towing vehicle would be unless you're directed by the police. In other words, when, I, when those tow trucks show up and want to drag you to a body shop, you don't have to agree. You can send that car home, uh, which would be the best thing, and then to fix it up in the morning and find out where you're supposed to send it. Yeah, besides, you could, if the police direct the tow truck to tow you, you can say, fine, take it off the highway. Yes, and drop it. Yep. And then you can go get your own guy. And they're going to ask you for cash, and you're going to say, no, nope. I can pay by credit card. That's the, That's uh, the new rule, right? Yeah. Uh, final bill cannot be more than 10% above the quoted price. All right. Uh, tow operator must notify you where your vehicle will be towed. So one of the scams is here. They'll take it to one of their lots and charge you like 65 bucks or 150 bucks, whatever it is, a day before you can get out. And the insurance company ends up paying that unless you don't have insurance. By the way, we had a story where we had a car, Mary Lou. That was the name of the car. It was this old Volvo, and uh, its value was like 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. And they, she broke down on the 401, or she got hit or something, towed it in. The guy wanted 800 bucks in cash. We told him to keep the car. So we ended up getting the car for 150 <laughs> They really put, you know, they, they, this Bill of Rights, uh, which is brought to you by the CAA, by the way, uh, it's really important. Yeah, it's really important. You should look it up, keep a copy in your car. And uh, it's you might you know save yourself. Now, talking to Trevor, we're not just talking about rust proofing. You have a whole line of products that people can buy, and they're not expensive because I use some of this stuff. Uh, the T40 I use all the time, and you've got one which is uh, like a penetrant. Yeah, I, I would think this this time of year, uh, probably when people come into our crown centers to get their vehicle sprayed, there's a yeah. couple things they're looking for. One is the same product that we're spraying on their vehicles that they would use on a lawnmower, yep. snowblower, yeah. right, uh, garage door, but probably our most best kept secret product is 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 our penetrant so mm-hmm. we we call it uh, the solution i call it the spritz you call it the spritz <laughs> uh, because it's it's fantastic because basically what it is is it's it's a it's a lighter product that's got a little bit of rust inhibitor but it's a very good penetrant uh, and so the advantage is is that 
in uh, especially as we get ready for winter, you want to put something in your locks to keep them from icing yep. up. Mm-hmm. Uh, having a product that's thinner, it won't tend because our, our T40 product we put on vehicles, we heat that product up when we spray it, but as it gets cold, it'll tend to gel up, whereas the penetrant doesn't because it's significantly thinner. And basically what it's trying to do is just displace moisture. So you can use that on hinges, uh, lock. I use it on my um, my uh, shower, the, the pull to turn the shower on, oh, yeah, yeah. right? Because you know it calcifies in that. You sp- couple of squirts in there it's it's perfect uh so that uh, that's a great product uh but what about this fast wax that's another one well that's that's probably the one that people notice the most uh that when they come into our shop uh, we'll run promotions throughout the year when we after we wash the vehicle is we have a product that we uh spray on and leave on for about a minute on the vehicle and then rinse off and it'll last probably three to four weeks, mm-hmm. put a shine on the vehicle. And it's fantastic. The water beads up, uh, makes it easier to, to clean. Uh, and you can you can also buy that uh, in our crown centers. Or you can go online. Uh, we have a whole retail store yep, online e-commerce. where you can buy the products as well. So as people get, get ready for the holiday season, they want to buy products or they want, even if you want to give a, a gift card to someone, you can actually purchase it and well, send it. You know, I, when we have people over to the house... You know, what do we get? We get dishes all the time. We're getting little cozies for the tea. Yes. Nobody ever comes over and gives us a set of I, wrenches. Or you're going to get some better people coming over. <laughs> you know, I go visit my buddy in Montreal. I bring him a whole cart of, of pliers. Now you can you bring know, a six-pack of T40. Yeah, there, well, there you go. $25.95. Yeah. $25. That was that was the thing for this box, which is called a mixer. Yep. Right? And it's got uh, those rust proofing with it. It's got salt eliminator and solution. Yep. And, uh, you know, hey. Here, bud, instead of me giving your wife another set of dishes, which is going in the drawer yeah. somewhere, or re-gifting, a cheap bottle something of wine? to use. Sure. Yeah. What are we having tonight? I think we'll have some rust salt eliminator. Yeah, a little spritz on it. <laughs> now, as we're coming into the fall, though, um, Trevor, is best that people come in, you know, wait a little longer, or they should come in as soon as possible? They're not going to get in. Well, the, the, there, there is the challenge, is that y- you start phoning up now, mm-hmm. um, and you want a specific appointment, you know, you may be right now, maybe a few days to a week, depending if, you know, we have a lot of people now that just say, I want to drop my vehicle off for the day for mm-hmm. half a day and you'd have no problem. But yeah, as we get closer, it, it's, it, it's like with winter tires, right? People wait and wait yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. then the snow goes and they want to get winter tires on that and day, that day, yeah, right? Yeah, and, yeah. you know, you just, that's not... Well, our lives are really busy. Yeah. Right? Well, exactly. But winter tires, you know, that's a product that you do want to wait till it gets a little colder. But but with your crown protection, you can do that right now. Yeah, a- a- absolutely. It's actually better to do it now because it's not that cold. It is it is much better because actually the product spreads better. Yeah, it spreads better. And if you've got a black car in the summer, it spreads a lot. It does. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we'll be talking to Ryan Rogers. Right after the break, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Alrighty, we're back. It's Dave's Corner Garage. My name's Dave Redinger. Alan Gelm is with me. That'd and me. Trevor Hutchison from Crown. We used to call him the Crown Prince, but he's been elevated since then. <laughs> <laughs> A lateral movement. <laughs> uh, Ryan Rogers is on the phone. Ryan is with Car Class Canada. I was talking to him this morning in the green room, and we were finding out that cars have different values in different regions. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Dave. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. So we were talking about, I was looking up getting a Corvette, you know, because yep. i got a few years left of me and I want to hit the big time. And uh, <laughs> so 
the Corvettes, they were they're looking like seventy grand for for the vehicle here in Toronto. But are there different prices in different areas? If I go to Oshawa, would it be better? <laughs> well, you know, Dave, the first thing you should do is definitely you know generate a dealer invoice price report on that vehicle just to kind of determine how much markup there is. So how do they um, do I've that? Tell Dave how to do it, because he's an old guy, he forgets. Yeah, no problem. I can't remember. uh, You know, just to start off, what you would do is you'd go to carcostcanada.com, and you would, you know, you would simply build and price your car. You would see a button to choose the make and the model. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'd go through the process, pick the options you want, and then become a, you know, a free trial member, and then you would get your report. Okay, Now, perfect. once you actually get that report um, mm-hmm. on this specific vehicle, I've done an example here, so I'll kind of explain what you'll see. Um, you'll see the invoice price, all of the incentives that are on the car, um, and all the, you know, lease and finance rates. Now, to get into the pricing, you know, what's, what's the best price? Where do I get the best price? Mm-hmm. You're really going to need to to have that information on hand first, um, and and regionally, you know, it, it all depends on a couple of factors. One is um, where the you know is there a lot of competition? Is there is there a good number of dealers in that location? And and two would really be you know what's the dealer's allocation? How many units do they have? That kind of thing. So another well, the question really here is if I buy it out out of town and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm serving it in, in town, mm-hmm. is there a better relationship or they're not happy to see me or? Um, you know, we we always recommend for people to try their local dealer first um, and to determine like kind of the, the price range that they're going for. So we always say on on most new cars that you know three to five percent over cost is is a good deal. So if you can talk to your local dealer first, um, offer them offer them a fair deal fair deal with a fair markup over cost, and they're willing to entertain that, you know, it is always better to try your local dealer first. Um, on a car like, you know, the, the Stingray, you're, you're probably going to be looking at the higher end of the range there because there is, you know, a lot more markup in this than, than there is in most high-volume vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do recommend people trying their, uh, their local dealer first. Okay. Yeah. Well, the advantage, too, though, don't forget, Dave, is that, yeah. you know, if people have some issue with warranty right at the beginning, um, you know, then they usually are told to go back to the selling dealer. Yeah. So obviously, if it's close by, that'd be right. better than having to drive 100 Rochester, miles. Rochester, yeah. Right, exactly. Going back to Rochester. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other question I had for you was, they just introduced a new Cadillac XT4, mm-hmm. which is their entry into the midsize SUV market. Um, how long does it take you to get information? So say, say I want to buy an XT4. You yeah, won't have it yeah, right no away. Problem. So, so our, our general rule of thumb is if, if they're if the vehicle is available and you can see the MSRP on the dealer's website, we should have that information on our website on our end. So if the MSRP has been released, we should have the dealer costing information. Now, what we always recommend is if, if people are, are you know browsing our website and they want a vehicle and they don't see it up, to give us a call and you know there's certain things we can do to try to expedite the process if necessary. Um, but but yeah, that's that's generally the rule of thumb is when the MSRP is released, we'll have the, the dealer cost information. You know, I have to admit, when I bought my current car, I did use you, and uh, I saved seven grand. Great! Wow, yeah, <laughs> it really was. There was there was you had given me uh, about four thousand dollars worth of uh, incentives right. that that were available, uh, mm-hmm. and then I kept arguing what an ugly car it was. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. and, and I'm glad you brought that up because that's really the other big thing here is all of the incentives you you may or may not know about. You know, brands like. GM often have a lot of these incentives, and, and to be honest with you, it's you know the manufacturer pretty much leaves it up to the dealer to advertise them, and you know they may not always advertise all of these incentives. Some are hidden, so you know that's really another big reason why you'd want to run a report to see what 
what easy money there is or, you know, basically money you didn't know you had access to. All right. So their website is called Car Cost Canada. Yeah, yeah, carcostcanada.com, and uh, you'll see a, a button to generate a free report, and that's really the best way to start. Super. Ryan, thank you for joining us today. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. I'll be on the site after the show. Make sure you uh, get Davey a good deal on that Corvette, eh? I will. I'll do my best. Thank and you a shoehorn to get his I, big bucket in and out. No, I guess my back, <laughs> my back surgeon first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave's Corner Garage with his phone lines are open. We're no, they're not the open. They're full. Well, We're going to get right to those calls right after this break. Then uh, let's start the uh, this uh, this what it called segment the segment this of the segment. show. This there is a by. recall which I have to tell you about. Which I I don't know if you have a lawnmower bought between January first ninety four or in December thirty first twenty twelve, you have a right to get money back. Okay, so how, there was a class action show. There was a class action brought up by these lawyers that said. Uh, the horsepower labeling mm-hmm. was actually higher than the horsepower that the lawnmower supplied. Higher than. Higher than. And so why you could you get money back? So you got a, a lawnmower that was more powerful than less, what they were telling you. More, no, it was less powerful than they were telling you. Okay. So they were saying five horsepower, and it was probably four and a half or something. Right. So there was this class action lawsuit. So look up. Um, the law firm is called uh, Consumer Law Group. Mm-hmm. Get involved with them, and there might be money there for What you. kind of lawnmower does it have to be? Uh, they were docking it with uh, actually all of them. All of them? Yeah. Yeah, all of them. So they all make they all made the different deals and settlements, and apparently there's money there. So if you've got a lawnmower, I go out and buy a lawnmower just, <laughs> just to get this. <laughs> all right, we're going to head to the phones now. We've got Mike and Ajax. Who's got a Hyundai? Hyundai, and, Hyundai, and, and they need to be sprayed. I think, Mike. What do you think? <laughs> Good morning, Jen. Well, you're having hey. way too much fun as usual. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, yeah, only Hyundai Sonata. Uh, where the heck would the uh, block heater be? I called oh. the dealer, and they said, "Well, I, we have to ask a, a technician, and that costs money." Well, does it actually come with one? I don't know. They said, "Well, maybe it doesn't come with one." <laughs> Is there a cord somewhere like near the back? I can't. I've, I've looked around and up and down. I haven't put it up in the hoist to look underneath it. A lot of cars don't come with them. I no. mean, there, there may, in fact, not be one. But normally what you're going to find, as Dave said, you'll find a, it looks like a kettle, you know, a cord I, that you would put. Really I've installed them before, so I just don't know. Yeah. We refer to that as lunch bag letdown. <laughs> oh, damn. Hey, uh, should I get this thing crowned? Yes. With an 08? Uh, an 08. Yeah. Have you ever had it sprayed before? Uh, no, this car is new to me. Is it new to you? You know what I would do is uh, we've got a shop on Westney Road. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would take it in there, let them take a look at it for you, Mike. Okay. Uh, because what they'll do is they'll, they'll get it up on the hoist and and tell you because like Alan was talking about it earlier. In cases like that, you may have brake lines that are really corroded, things like that. Right. Uh, but what they want to look for is if there's any noticeable body damage because they may say to you, "Look, get this fixed first, come back, and then we'll spray it, and then we can help you protect it." Okay. And, uh, so talk to Barb, and you know what we're going to do is we're going to send you uh, a certificate for uh, $50 off of uh, the application as well. Oh, that's sweet. Help you out. Have you got a uh, cell phone? Yes, I do. Okay, can you text me at 905-567-5500, you know, the hotline? 567-5500. Or just go to the website, Dave's Corner Garage. 567 5500 yeah. Oh, just like your age, okay. Yeah, well, no, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if, if you lose that number, just go to to our website, davescornergarage.com, uh, push contact, and it's, everything will come up for you. Okay. All right, Mike, good luck. Thank you very much. All righty, goody. I'm kind of confused, though. I'm thinking that even if a car has some rust, it's still a good idea to spray it. 
It, it is. It is. There are there are instances because it's going to stop it from getting worse, right? It, it will help it, but there are sometimes people uh, because our product isn't designed to cover things up. Uh, what happens, especially when you have a rusty vehicle, mm-hmm. if we can't show it to people when we spray it for the first time, like a vehicle like this that's ten years old, mm-hmm. rust will actually start bleeding out. It'll actually look like it may be rusting more yeah. than it was before. And that's why we like to show oh, it to people, right? Okay. And, and you know, it goes back that if we can educate people as to what's happening, then they understand it. Uh, if somebody comes in and they get it sprayed, they come back and go, what in the world's going on? It's rusting now. When right, I got so it now crowns. I see rust where I never saw it before. You got it. And it looks dry. That's the that's, other thing. It'll, the frame will soak it up yeah. and go... I saw it sprayed, but now it looks dry. Yeah, You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to go after the break to Brian and Scarborough's talking about rust on a runner. I guess that's a Nissan That would be a forerunner. Yeah. So we'll take a quick break, Alan. All right. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back with great more information just for you. All righty then. Uh, next phone call up is uh, Brian, Brian. Scarborough on line four. Uh, Brian, what do you got? Yes, I got a 2011 Forerunner, mm-hmm. which I bought in 2013, and they asked me if I wanted it rust checked. Uh, their rust coating, I said yes. Mm-hmm. Well, they did the body, but they didn't do the undercarriage. Mm. Now the type that's on it is, you know, it sticks on the doors. Right. So uh, can I just get the undercarriage done, or uh, this this is a, a Nissan Forerunner? No, this is Toyota. a. Toyota, Toyota Okay. They, they, did you were you aware that there's a recall on the frames and those things? No. Okay. First thing before you get the thing done at a crown store, you should go to Toyota and have them inspect the frame. If okay. there is a rust hole larger than I think it was ten millimeters, mm-hmm. uh, okay. they will they will do something like up to even replacing the frame. So there right. is there is a problem with the frame on those vehicles. So contact your dealer. I have him inspect that. If everything's okay, uh, Crown is the place you got to go, and you won't hurt it, right? Okay. Sure. Yeah, but you're absolutely right. You should go back and and get that taken look at by the by the dealer because the manufacturer does have a recall on yeah. it. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah. Well, you know what? They unless you're into the industry, you don't get you don't get involved in yeah. that information. So oh, definitely get in touch with your dealer and, and and resolve that first. Okay. All right, Mike. Very good. Thank you. Thanks Thank for calling. You. Bye. All right, we're going to go to Bill next in Guelph, who's got a Chevy Cruze. What can we do for you, Bill? Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Great show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I have a 2014 Chevy Cruze. Yep. And the lease is coming up on the car, and I was thinking about maybe buying it out. Mm-hmm. And I'd like and I'd like your take on the car itself for like durability and reliability. And uh, I figure I could I can pay it off within the next two and a half years. And I've I've owned two other new cars, and they both lasted me eleven years. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking if I can get this paid off in like in about two and a half years, I'll I'll, I'll be uh, home free for a few years as um, far as car payments go. What's the buyout on the car? Uh, it's ninety three hundred dollars. Go to a site called VMR Canada. What's that again? Sorry. V for victory, M for mother, and R because I'm a Redinger. <laughs> VMR, okay. Canada. Yeah. All right, look up your car and see what its value actually is. If if right. the value is close to what you're buying it for, I think definitely it's a decent car. You should be buying it. Right, okay. Right. And, and if you And one other question guys about the rust proofing? Yep. yep. Is uh, I I I haven't had it rust proofed at all. Uh 
but if I decide to buy it out, is it is it uh, is it too late to? It's probably never too late to get it uh, rust proof. But uh, would there be much damage to the car uh, as far as the undercarriage goes and that? I, I wouldn't think there would be, but it would definitely be worth doing. If you want to get it to 11 years, you, you absolutely should do it. And, you know, we'll, we'll help you out with that, too. We'll, uh, we'll send you a $50 gift certificate to get you started on this. Yeah, so go okay. to the website, davescornergarage.com, push contact, get your name in there, and we'll send you out a coupon. Okay, then fine. All right, Bill. Take thanks, care. Okay, th- yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Okay, last call. We have We're going to talk to Rob in Hamilton, who's got a transmission question. Rob? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I got a 2013 Kia Optima. Mm-hmm. I just had the tranny serviced. And my question is, when did they stop taking dipsticks? I know I've got an 05 Sunfire as well, mm-hmm. and there's no dipstick in the transmission. When did they stop putting them in? Uh, well, at least 10 years ago yeah, in some vehicles. Think, yeah. um, you know, some of the higher-end cars, Mercedes and whatnot, no dipsticks. Um, the manufacturer claims that they just didn't want people messing with it anymore. Um, but the transmission guys will tell you that that was like a s- silly idea. Well, that's it, what I think. Right. I mean, my buddy's got an 09 Cadillac. They just had to do the tranny. It's only got 140. But you can't check and see if it's leaking. And someone said, well, if there's oil on the ground. But it doesn't always hit the ground. Sometimes yep. it'll hit something hot. Exactly. Sometimes it only leaks when you're moving. So when you finally park the car... It's not dripping anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wondered. And, and then the, the list they gave me, it's only got 60K in this car, and they want to rebuild it already. I said, you know what, I'll come back and <laughs> we'll do the uh, radiator next time. And they want to put new spark plugs in it, and they wanted 250 bucks for four spark plugs. And, then, and that's for a car with 60Ks on it. Yeah, and I just come back from Montreal, and I went there and back on about $110 a gas at today's prices. You know what? If you're worried about the tranny, uh, we used to have a sponsor, Mr. Transmission. They check it for free. Go uh, no, I'm not worried about it because I just had it done. But I just wondered, like on my buddy's Cadillac, yeah. he had to have his done, and he had it done on Mr. Transmission. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, and totally agree with your rust check stuff because I get all my cars done, and I've never, like, they last forever. And exactly it's right. not just the, the body. That's it's great. the doors open and close, and everything seems to work better. Seems solid. Do we have okay. to send you a check or what? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that to my wife. <laughs> you too, eh? fair. Well, Rob, thanks for taking the time. We do appreciate you calling in with that. No problem. Thank Take you. Care. All so, right. Crown has been around since 1986. I got socks older than that, I got to tell you. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing, isn't it? Yeah. It's absolutely yeah. amazing. And it's not a real company, it's a co-op. It's, it's, well, it is a real company, yeah. but, it is, but it is a co-op, yeah. It's a co-op. It's not a corporation. It's, so, we're, we're, owned, we're owned by our dealer group. Yeah. yeah. So, when you're actually getting the car rust-proof, the guy you're dealing with is the guy that owns the... Yeah, exactly. You got it. So crown.com you got is it. available. You can scoot on there and listen to their story. There's music, there's videos, there's Lights, dancing girls, pictures, everything you want. Thanks, Trevor. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome, gentlemen. You can scoot. Alan, you thank can, you. You can scoot there? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And uh, Sebastian, without you, nothing happens. Sebastian is our operator, editor, and he does a great job. we got to get some some of that crown for the seats. Did you hear how squeaky, squeaky. they were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Good yeah. idea. That's T40. not the seat. That's your knees. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> keep the shiny side up, the greasy side down. We'll, we'll see, see you, you next, next week, week, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.